God morning. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and my blessings have already started. We added another country, Sierra Leone, and they came in so strong. They are in the top 10 countries listening to this podcast because they come right after Brazil and right before Canada. So they came in with big numbers. Welcome, Sierra Leone. Welcome. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Carlos because I believe for the first time in his life, he is letting God guide his path knowingly. That means he's stepping back and he's watching God guide his path. And it really is fascinating to see. Okay, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we beg your blessing for the defenders of the right to life, the unborn, the weak, the sick, and the old. For all who are finding themselves targets of the culture of death, may you bless and protect all who stand up for the dignity of persons. May you enlighten those who are traveling down death's highway by their involvement in any way with the contemporary death culture, selfism, relativism, or any other new age errors of our times. May you envelop our culture with divine protection and help us both individually and nationally to true enlightenment, to true conversion, and to true repentance. Help us to turn from our national sin and once again become a Christian nation on the narrow road That is the path to becoming a nation and one culture under God. Amen. Loving Father, faith in your word is the way to wisdom. Help me to think about your divine plan that I may grow in the truth. Open my eyes to your deeds, my ears to the sound of your call so that my every act may help me share in the life of Jesus. Give me the grace to live the example of the love of Jesus, which I celebrate and see in the gospel. Form me in the likeness of your son and deepen his life within me. Amen. Those prayers are from the Franciscan Mission Associates. Pretty nice. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday. And let us try again, dear God, 
to walk closer in thy way. Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own. So take our hands and hold them tight for we can't walk alone. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see. I get my daily bread. And I do, Lord. Thank you. And I do. Okay, some of our listeners may need some healing. And uh, let us pray. Dear Lord, my body is in need of your healing touch. In spite of my compliance with the prescribed medical plan, pain continues to invade my body. I am diligent in all I am physically required to do. However, I am learning the real cure for my pain is in my prayers to you and your power. Father, I pray that you will speak to the suffering that consumes my body and causes me to surrender to it rather than to you. Release your healing into my being. Remove every particle of suffering that prevents the limbs of my body from moving as they should move. Lord, also touch my mind and my heart so I can believe and receive by faith the cure which can only come from you. As the great physician, let your restoring power remove my pain and make me whole. Lord, I give you thanks even now before I experience the evidence of healing. I know this prayer which flows from my heart is touching your spirit. I believe you will give me relief and deliverance from my illness. I thank you for the blessing of prayer that allows me to petition you for my healing. I am grateful to you. I know my life rests in your hands. I praise you for reminding me when sorrow overtakes my body and spirit. You are my light, Lord, my hope, my physician. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers. Always. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. 
And that was Psalm 103, verse 2. Jeremiah 17, 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. James 5, 15. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. 1 Peter 2, 24 Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Amen. These prayers get heavy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. You guys, we've been praying now for a while. And we're doing good. And I just want to bring to your attention that prayer changes things. Don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. Don't be too proud to pray. Some of you have been told that you will not amount to anything. Some of you flunked out of school. Some of you have been homeless and have slept in your car. It doesn't matter what the verdict says or what the haters say. You may be in your third marriage. You are not going to make it without God. You need God. So don't think you got to where you are without him. We have needed him every step of the way. And I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast if it weren't for him. The cool thing about prayer is that it's available to anybody at any given time. Do you know that God is never too busy for you? Do you know that God actually knows who you are? Do you know that God created you to converse with him? Do you know that God actually loves hearing from you? Do you know how cool it is to talk to him when you don't even have a need? So when you do need something, you don't have to introduce yourself. That's awesome. I'm telling you right now, we need God. So we have to tell him that we need him. So we have to go somewhere quiet by ourselves today and we have to tell God that we need some help. 
and tell him that you're tired of trying to figure it out for yourself. Prayer changes things. Amen. In Touch Magazine, it says we all fail. Many of us don't always live as scripture teaches and we miss out on the joy and peace that Jesus promised. We don't recognize the need to live in the spirit. So we try to live each day in our own strength. On Pentecost, God's spirit came to indwell believers. He is a gift that blesses us in so many ways. Let's consider some of the work that he does. The Holy Spirit in us convicts us of sin so that we can repent. The Holy Spirit in us regenerates us. As believers, we're new beings alive in Christ. The Holy Spirit in us seals us forever as a child of the Almighty. The Holy Spirit in us teaches, guides, and empowers us for the rest of our life. The Holy Spirit in us gifts and enables us to do the work God has planned for us. If you want a list of spiritual gifts, you can go to 1 Corinthians 12. The Holy Spirit in us bears fruit through us. As we are obedient to what God calls us to do, we get to watch him work in mighty ways. All these benefits are available to everyone who follows Jesus, but we can miss out by attempting to live in our own meager strength. Remember, the Christian life is this, Christ living his life in and through us by the power of God's indwelling Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I want to live one day at a time. I want to enjoy one moment at a time. I have to learn to accept hardship as a pathway to peace. And just as Jesus did, take the sinful world as it is and not as I would have it. I want to trust that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will. I want to be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. When we come back, we have no choice but to get some wisdom. Everybody wants wisdom.
Proverbs is God's instruction to us to help us live a better life and to protect ourselves. So I'm going to read a few of the 30 sayings of the wise in the book of Proverbs. When you sit to dine with a ruler, note well what is before you and put a knife to your throat if you are given to gluttony. Do not crave his delicacies, for that food is deceptive. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches and they are gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. Do not eat the food of a begrudging host. Do not crave his delicacies, for he is the kind of person who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the little you have eaten, and you will have wasted your compliments. Do not speak to fools for they will scorn your prudent words. Isn't that true? Do not move an ancient boundary stone or encroach on the fields of the fatherless, for their defender is strong and he will take up their case against you. Apply your heart to instruction and your ears to the words of knowledge. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish them with the rod, they will not die. Punish them with the rod and save them from death. My son, if your heart is wise, then my heart will be glad indeed. In my inmost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, and set your heart on the right path. Do not join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat. For drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them in rags. Listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy the truth and do not sell it, wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. The father of a righteous child has great joy. A man who fathers a wise son rejoices in him. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. May she who gave you birth be joyful. That's right, because all of us have a mother who gave us birth. (laughs) My son, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways. For an adulterous woman is a deep pit, 
and a wayward wife is a narrow well. Like a bandit, she lies in wait and multiplies the unfaithful among men. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strife? Who has complaints? Who has needless bruises? Who has bloodshot eyes? Those who linger over wine. Who go to sample bowls of mixed wine. So do not gaze at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly, because in the end it bites like a snake and poisons like a viper. Your eyes will see strange sights and your mind will imagine confusing things. You will be like one sleeping on the high seas, lying on top of the rigging. They hit me, you will say, but I'm not hurt. They beat me, but I don't feel it. And when I wake up, I want to have another drink. Do not envy the wicked. Do not desire their company. For their hearts plot violence and their lips talk about making trouble. Amen. We'll have more Proverbs another day. More, more, more. Hope for your life says, no bargain, no barter. Isaiah 55, 1, come by without money and without price. God does not bargain with us, nor can we barter with him. He holds our eternal salvation in his omnipotent hand, and he bids us take it as a free gift without money and without price. Yet, this is hard for us to accept. Surely something as precious as salvation must cost us greatly. Surely God must demand we work for it. Nope, that is wrong. And the reason is because the price has already been paid. Salvation is free, but it wasn't cheap. It costs the Son of God his very life. Only cheap, tawdry things have a price tag on them. The best things in life are free. The air we breathe, the stars at night, the wonder of human love. But the greatest gift of all is our salvation, and it is free. It was purchased for us by Jesus Christ. So thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Amen. Three cheers for salvation. Okay, God's promise for your life, Isaiah 30, 19. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. 
Be specific in your prayer life. If you need a job, pray for a job. If you're an engineer, ask God to open up an engineering position for you or something that's related which you are qualified. If you need $1,500 for tuition, ask God for that specific amount. Make your petitions specific. Amen. And Commanding Your Morning, a daily devotional written by Cindy Trim says, Your environment will impact your attitude, your focus, your faith, and intentionally all of your thoughts. If you are surrounded by clutter, noise, reminders of lack, and other problems, you will find it more difficult to think past those limiting issues, just as the man in the tombs could not move past the barrenness of his environment. I like beauty. Anything that's beautiful, clean, and orderly automatically gives me inspiration. Some people like the quiet of nature or the stimulation of music or a bustling cafe. God gave man a myriad of inspirational environments to spur his creativity. You have the power to create an inspirational environment around yourself. Look for those particular environments that inspire thoughts of abundance on every level and find a way to spend blocks of time in your most creative space or place. Bow your head. Father, spark my creativity. Let me find a space where I can enjoy your beauty and find inspiration. Bring order to my environment, Lord. Let my home and every place I frequent be filled with your peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Listeners, I wish for you today peace. That's all. And when you get your peace, Go somewhere else and bring the peace. See if you can bring peace today. Thank you for coming to pray with me. And come back tomorrow so we can do it again. Have a great day. Bye for now.